0: All right. It's the 79th episode of SETI BIMCO and the 29th of SETI BIMCO Part 2 The Revenge. And this month, uh, it's October. It's a scary month. And later this hour, we're going to talk about the movie Equinox. Yeah. And you know what? We're also going to answer the age-old question. Did mm-hmm. Betsy Ross... But uh-huh. you know what? I did research on Betsy Ross and I was like... Did Betsy Ross what? What's the question? No, but I got distracted by my research. She is the 8th of 17 children Her mother was pregnant Like 12 years of her life So I thought more like Did Betsy Ross's mother ever get Revenge on her father For not using some birth control now and then
1: Now I have a question Tim 17 kids but she was only pregnant for 12 years That's either A lot of (laughs) Irish twins You know where like the second they pop out George
0: I'm very good at math Now did you do that Mm -hmm. math? What is that in today's years?
1: I I mean, let's see, 1780, that's uh, 5,000 years. (laughs) Wow. It's
0: Seti Vimco Part 2, The Revenge. The show where we create revenge sequels that nobody wanted. It's Seti Vimco Part 2, The Revenge. Show where we make up revenge sequels To these bad movies we watch And I'm going to pick a wild card question Because at the end All of this right. movie oh, That paper's loud We're going to ask Who from this it's movie, good Equinox Most likely uh-huh. to Who's most likely to cry During a pornographic movie <laughs> <laughs> This
1: <laughs> where, is the first of the wild cards me? That's the first wild card That's not been directly in reference To Bucky <laughs> Creek So far as I know <laughs> Maybe not Crab Maybe trees. A, was there a scene where the crabtree's like, it's just so sad the <laughs> way that that cable guy came, he didn't fix her cable. Yeah. That's my Southern accent, everybody. <laughs> Arkansas. <clears throat>
0: Next movie I saw with that cable guy and the lady, uh, she was his uh, stepdaughter.
1: <laughs> so, uh, what, what? Bimco, America's foremost revenge themed podcast we are entering a new month here. This is October. Mm-hmm. What do we call it? Scary Octoberfest? Sure. It's <laughs> the, it's look, it's, Scary-tober. we didn't come up with a good name. Scary Tober. <laughs> uh, frocktober? No, that sounds like it's about a dress. No, it's just we're yeah. all of October because it is the best month because it has Halloween. Mm-hmm. We're going to be watching scary movies. Yeah. And um, if you're a, 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 an avid listener of the podcast like I am, you probably had pretty low hopes going in because, you know, Tim was checking and Tim movies. But I I have a pleasant surprise, yeah. Tim. Good fucking movie this week.
0: Yeah, it was fun. Yep. We'll get to but it. But
1: before we get to it, yeah, we have uh, you actually sent me a revenge story wait. that.
0: Oh, wait. Before you oh, no, part, I gotta say something.
1: You gotta fucking derail it. I get it. We had some steam going. You're like, wait, I have a list <laughs> no. of three things I found under my foot this morning. One, a sock. I told you. I just yeah.
0: watched Girls Just Want to <laughs> yeah. Have Fun, the video.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, everyone Before just so you start. know, when I logged on, Tim is the host of the recording session. Mm. Tim was pretending not to notice me, but he looks <laughs> up surreptitiously notes. and singing want to have fun <laughs> girls so Wanna. so tim you, this is a big thing for tim
0: but if if you remember the end of the video she Cindy Lopez goes dancing in the streets and she collects a lot of teenage girls and boys they, they could be 20 they could be younger but from adult eyes watching it again and one old like british dude from looks like he's from wall street but he looks like he's british he's like i'm going to go along and dance with you
1: kids okay it's been probably 30 years since i've seen this but i kind of did he have an umbrella
0: i think and like a bowler hat yeah Yeah. it's tea time was he the penguin yeah almost (laughs) but watching with adult eyes i'm like you're following all these teen kids back to cindy lopper's bedroom because if you remember the end she just goes into her house opens door, no i don't
1: this is timely comedy all the
0: kids go into her bedroom
1: (laughs) Nobody has watched this video for 30 years. You're making references.
0: (laughs) There's one old man from Wall Street. It's like, yeah, teen party. They won't notice notice me.
1: (laughs) That guy, guy, he should be, you know, back (laughs) in the day, he was probably a hero. But now we should point him out as the villain he rightfully. What do you think he did when he got up into that room? He
0: was that cool teacher that drank with his students, probably. His college students. That's never
1: a cool teacher. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> That's a guy, though. He knew the name of every columnist in Tiger Beat. Right. He he knew every. <laughs> that was his in. <laughs> that guy was a problem. <laughs> all right. Well, all that needs to be cut out anyway, because nobody knows what the fuck we're talking about. They do too. City Leopard Girls want to have fun. Nobody's heard that for. I mean, they've heard it. The song's great. Nobody's watched the video for
0: years. Okay. derail me back to. You want to? You actually want to talk about my revenge news story?
1: I actually want to talk about your revenge news story because I read read it and it was was a straightforward case. Well, no, it wasn't straightforward case revenge. It's a clear revenge, but it's fucking nuts. I know. You want to do the encapsulation of this thing?
0: Well, the title is Bizarre Story of a Teenager's Quest for Revenge on a Five-Star New York Hotel. (laughs) A place where you can buy a cheeseburger and fries for 60 bucks.
1: Yeah, and there was did like they, a $24,000 they... $24, bottle of wine on the menu. Apparently. Yeah.
0: Did they name this restaurant? I'm looking.
1: Yeah, it's called The Mark. Oh, I never heard of it. It's uh, East 77th Street, apparently. Um, this is a case of, remember a few years ago, there was the term affluenza, like yeah. how the problems rich people. This is some real rich people problems. Yes. Basically, <laughs> the, the kid, what was his name? It's Theodore Weintraub. Yes. Yes, fuck that name. <laughs> Theodore Weintraub, at 17, two years ago, get procured himself a fake ID. And as the article points out, instead of going to like some, you know, bar, mm-hmm. he goes into this fancy restaurant to that bar and is like, I want to have a drink, sir. And I'm imagining this little shit here was very obvious. You didn't do right? Please, sir, oh. can I have a drink? I'm totally 21. <laughs> Do we think he was British? <laughs> yes, I, think he I, was sh- I think he was a little. I think he was a little shitty Manhattan kid.
0: Theodore Weintraub. Theater- he 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 made up a fake British accent.
1: <laughs> so, <laughs> the people running the quality people running the bar at the Mark were like, "Hit the no. road, Jack." <laughs> and apparently, he keeps doing this. He keeps going repeatedly, yes. getting kicked out until finally, we learned in this article, the kid is banned from the hotel.
0: Yes. Of course.
1: Then he goes with his rich mommy and daddy for a dinner reservations there. They apparently don't know about this. They well, wait, you're, you sit did leave down. out some
0: of the middle stuff. He came back with friends to protest. Remember? He... That's later. Oh, That's okay. later. Sorry. Sorry.
1: First, right. first, he shows up with his family mm-hmm. and they're like, and the manager of the hotel is like, Mr. Senior Weintraub, you're a terrible father. <laughs> Mrs. Weintraub, if you're the mother, you're a terrible mother. You raised a rotten kid and he's kicked out of here. And the father's like, I understand. Hands has personal business card to all. This is what it says. That's my favorite part.
0: I understand. I know he's an asshole. He's like,
1: You're right. You're right. You're right to do this. It's like oh this, ki-. and I just you in that moment you know this kid sucks. Yes. <laughs> the shit they have to deal with this kid. This kid is just a rotten shitbag. Two years pass after this moment, mm-hmm. and the kid. At 19, doesn't say what he's doing. He just has a trust fund, presumably. Yes. <laughs> and another conspirator who's just known John Doe in these papers. Right. <laughs> start, may, start having protests out in front of the Mark Hotel. Yeah. Saying, uh, they, signed the saying they, 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 they denied the Holocaust. They, they're uh, friends supported with Jeffrey Epstein. Epstein. Jeffrey yeah. Epstein. <laughs> Um, Something else. Other shit. Yeah, just weird fucking shit. Uh, they get in fights with people. They got in a fist fight with one of Drake's bodyguards. Yes. Because Drake stays <laughs> to <with> this. <laughs> this whole fucking thing. And it finally has escalated to the point where the hotel is suing this little fuck bag yes. for defamation. <laughs> All because he went on this weird campaign of terror against them. <laughs> Oh, he had signs saying they have rats (laughs) because they wouldn't serve him a drink on his fake ID. He's (laughs) doing this at 19. This little shit is still two years away from drinking legally. And I'm like, so, I don't know. Theodore Weintraub, if you're a listener, (laughs) please don't listen anymore. (laughs) Elder Weintraub's... Don't start a war with him. Ah, what's he gonna do? Show up at my house and say, I got rats? I'm like, I got five cats. I ain't got no rats, son. (laughs) Elder Weintraub's You did it. You screwed up. Yep. You still have two years until this kid is 21. And let's be honest, this kid doesn't sound like he has a lot of life skills that are really working for him. He's probably Mm. going to be sucking off your withered teat until he's in his (sighs) fifties. Do something now to straighten this kid out. Sort his life out, mate. George,
0: what if he knows something we don't? What if they do have rats? And this is all a big conspiracy. (laughs) What if they are friends with Jeffrey Epstein or they're,
1: Wait. The article does point out Jeffrey Epstein did live seven blocks away, but say hotels See? like he See? never <laughs> stayed here. Well, that's even Tim, if you live seven hey. blocks away from a hotel, know what hotel you're probably not staying at? The one seven blocks away.
0: It's two sides to every story, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> I gotta take up the devil's advocate here.
1: Good people on both sides, huh? <laughs> yeah, that yeah. kid sucks. So Let's so, stop talking about sucky kids. Let's talk about Equinox. Equinox. Begins where Rosemary's Baby left off. I
0: especially love the the guy who says Equinox in the trailer. <laughs> did you hear the trailer?
1: I did. I watched the trailer. Um I watched I watched two different trailers. Yeah. Which version did you watch? Did you watch the, um, Equinox? Turns it. Yeah. Well, there's a Criterion edition. That's
0: what I watched, and that's what I said. You did you. too.
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: Because if you notice, in one of the trailers, there's a horse, and the women are attacking each other. And I'm like, well, that didn't happen in our version. I saw a version of the trailer where there was a horse, and the two women was, were like attacking each other. There was
1: many. There was many. There was many scenes of a horse in the movie we watched. No horse. Asmodeus is on a horse all the time. No. And then, yeah. <laughs> Asmodeus, the first like five times you see him, he rides up on a horse. And then when he attacks uh, Susan, did, she first sees the horse and the horse attacks her.
0: Maybe I'm just forgetting the horse.
1: Maybe Tim.
0: We did. We watch the long versions.
1: Do you have horse blindness? I do. Oh, no. All right, Tim, question. <laughs> when you see a centaur, is it just <laughs> half a man floating? Yeah. Oh, oh, Tim, my you mind don't see a horse?
0: can't fathom what it is, and it just makes up another thing. It's so like you can Sasquatch. even tell that
1: I'm talking to you right now <laughs> from a stable. I'm surrounded by horses. Oh, my God. Yeah, you can't see any of that. That's that insane. noise is. Yeah, and that smell. <laughs> um, yeah, horses everywhere. And the women uh, definitely do fight, too.
0: Oh, before. Listen, before we get nuts, because we're going to get nuts, (laughs) I do want to say just something slightly serious. Okay. That we make fun of movies like Amazons of the Golden Temple because it was total total trash where the director was like, how can I get these women naked Mm -hmm. and have inappropriate killing and and raping? But I'm still going to laugh about this movie, but I want to say cool movie. The people that made it went on to do Star Trek, Star Wars, Jurassic Park, and they made this movie at 20 years old. I didn't do that, and my hat's off to them. I love stop motion photography and the movie. Uh, I'm just we're gonna have fun talking about it, but it's from a place of uh, cool movie that they made at age 20.
1: Sounds so. like well, Tim. It sounds like you got a threatening call from the Criterion people. <laughs> yes, like you best not be. No,
0: I'm just saying <laughs> that 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 uh, that I do love this movie. In a way, yeah.
1: Some uh, this movie is uh, it's really it's very interesting. I definitely recommend people watch it, uh, Tim. Yes. First question. Why is this called Equinox? That I don't I didn't get into that research. Like, oh, I don't know either. Oh, okay. <laughs> also, know. you said that they made this movie at 20. I have a little fact for you. Yeah. The original short film, which is part of this film, they made when they were younger. Oh, yeah. And then something like five years passed oh, wow. and they got the original cast back and they filmed new scenes. Hmm, so if you do. look carefully, you can actually see some of the actors are. It's not like they're like wizened old no. trolls, but there's definitely like they've gone from twenty to mid twenties from scene to scene.
0: I was gonna say I saw, uh, I don't know if it's Wikipedia it said a group of teenagers, and I'm like, oh, we could watch this when this show was about teenagers, but <laughs> they're not teenagers. They live in a house. They have cars. Yeah, they read Playboy. Uh,
1: Maybe the original short one they were teenagers, but.
0: But, so, uh, um,
1: did you do you have any information about the people? Because you were talking, like, the pedigree of this film.
0: Well, Dennis Murin it, it, and Jack yeah. Woods are listed as directors, and on the criterion, it's just Dennis Murin, so I don't know what went on there, but Dennis Murin well, went on to work on Jurassic Park and Star Wars. And,
1: and wasn't he actually not credited initially or something weird? Probably. There's some account for that. But you know um, who
0: produced this? No. Oh, is his name gone? Oh, Jack H. Harris. He produced beware of the blob which we watched what yeah
1: that's cool that's another good movie that's the last time you chose a good movie (laughs) until now (laughs) until now
0: and frank is it frank bonner he became um hank on wkrp in cincinnati the guy with the dark hair jim in the movie if you ever watched wkrp in cincinnati
1: wait the jim Jim? the dark haired guy yeah that guy acted again.
0: Yeah, in a sitcom. That's a popular sitcom. Wow. And
1: that's a well known show. I mean, yeah. I only remember Howard Hessman. Yeah. I remember him. And wasn't Lonnie Anderson on that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I remember those two. Was Tony Dan's on that? That was Taxi, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, it's not Tony Danza.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, that's interesting because I thought that guy, Jim, he was pretty good in this. Yeah, well, there was. Uh, I, well, we'll talk about it. Oh, Tim isn't so scared of criteria he's not gonna dish, <laughs> dis Jim.
0: No, I want to ask you I before have, I forget they made this movie yeah. supposedly for $6,500, and some people say yeah. 8000 What's that in today's money? I say
1: 8000 in today's money. I, Is that $30,000? <laughs> what year was this 8000 1970, 1970 or 69 now. they made it
0: over two years so yeah let's do
1: 1969 <laughs> split the difference since we know they started uh oh tim thirty thousand. that's actually no it's actually sixty-six thousand. Hmm, almost sixty-seven thousand. which i mean we've yeah. definitely done we've seen cheaper films in this on seti Bimco. oh yeah I want to point out two interesting people's names I picked out of the credits. Okay. One of the stars, one of the actors, their name is Robin Christopher. For real. I'm like so close. So close.
0: <laughs> is this a, a Crabtree thing? Was her name Robin Crabtree first?
1: <laughs> well, actually, I don't even know. I, that's the thing. I don't know if it's if they are a male or a female or maybe even a bear, a very little brain. But yeah, their <laughs> name is Robin Christopher. And I was like writing that down. And the other thing, <laughs> did you that. catch who is the assistant cameraman on this? Oh, yes. Ed Bagley Jr. Ed Bagley Jr. That's right. America's own. That was interesting.
0: And David Allen, the other animator, did did you look over his uh resume? No. He went on, one of the other animators from this movie to do the Pillsbury do- Pillsbury. Yeah, the Pillsbury Doughboy. <laughs> the
1: Pillsbury. Also the no. Pillsbury
0: Doughboy. <laughs> Flesh Gordon and uh
1: I did see he did Flesh Gordon.
0: I'm not sure, but I think he animated the Lucy puppet that used to be at the start of her 1970s show, which you, I sent you a clip of it. And you didn't watch it. No,
1: you, no, you didn't. I didn't did. send me that. That was my when? favorite part
0: of the Lucy show. They, they had an really? animated puppet of her. I sent that sounds you that.
1: nightmarish. I didn't see it. You sent me a lot of emails. Uh, by the way, people did listening. I, did I send you the
0: <laughs> Munster's Link with the dead people in the background?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I fucking started watching two seconds of that and I turned it off. <laughs> Sam sends me this thing right before we're filming. Monsters. I'm like, I guess this is tying in. And it's this guy, no offense, guy makes a thing, but he's kind of a goober talking he about is. the goofs yeah. that are in Monsters it's like in the first episode, Monsters <laughs> Masquerade. You look out the window, it. it looks like a city. But in you see from the establishing shots, they live in a suburb. I'm like, yeah, but you didn't catch it <laughs> No, I turned it right off.
0: Later, he's like, look in the background here. I think I see a munchkin. uh, Dunn hung himself in the back of the set.
1: The old name munchkin. Wait. Tim, (laughs) the guy starts off talking about shit like that. Then, like, I turned it off with the second thing. He's like, you'll notice on the second episode, Grandpa Al Lewis has a prosthetic nose. I'm like, why, Tim? And I turned it off. in
0: In the background there, I see Ted Danson's ghost. Come on, you missed all the good stuff.
1: Ted dances ghost is hanging a munchkin. <laughs> Somebody stop him! Okay. Oh, so many jokes. All right, so let's, back to the movie because I want to talk about this movie. I do, I do. Yeah, so the movie <laughs> is called Equinox, and it opens up with like a pretty long credit sequence, which shows like a lot of whirring gears and clocks, clocks? and macro. And it it takes a lot of time because it's funny. It's like interminable. So it's like, why are we seeing all these clocks? I don't know what that has to do with anything. I fell asleep,
0: yeah.
1: Time doesn't really play into this thing. It's like, I feel like at one point of the screenplay, Equinox made sense and there was time travel elements. Mm. And it kind of just doesn't materialize.
0: Oh, it does, George. Later in the film. Kind of. When they say, how long does it take to get get to Eddie's party? They all go, I don't know. Hope you book gas in the car. I, I, don't
1: even, <laughs> I don't even know what you're Is that a joke? What is that?
0: Later in the film, they don't know how long it's going to take to get to Eddie's party. I'm like, what's with you kids? Anyway, I'll, we'll get to it.
1: I don't think you saw the same movie as me. <laughs> Criteria. What, Eddie's
0: party? <laughs> oh, my God. You're not kidding me, are you?
1: No, wait. I really don't remember this. They go.
0: Did you watch the it, right, wrong wait, version? Wait, hold on.
1: The movie I saw. Oh, no. Let's do this straight. It opens up the clock montage. This is the general plot. Yeah. A guy and his girlfriend and his best friend and her girlfriend are going to meet their per, the one guy's professor in the woods.
0: Well, that's part of it. Yes, yes,
1: yeah. And the professor, there's a whole weird thing with a book, mm-hmm. and they see maybe a castle.
0: But yours doesn't start with he gets our 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 hero David if, at first. Yes, he. There's David. an explosion. You see some legs, blood on them with a woman. He runs. We see a woman.
1: Oh yeah, okay, that's how what I saw too. And so a, yeah, a car there's hits an explosion. Him yeah,
0: and then he goes it's to a the long the sequence mental hospital. and uh, a journalist comes to to see him, and the doctor's like, Hey, I put some tranquilizers in him. He's acting up. Is that how you saw at the beginning? Yes, you see the beginning right, so, where he's in the mental hospital
1: yeah, let's 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 okay. let's state this a little bit more clearly then. so movie starts off with there's a big explosion. We see a woman's like legs with like the fakest red blood on them. Sure. The guy goes, Susan. Um, and we're introduced to our leading man, I guess. David. David. And he's running, it's like this, it's it's kind of interesting. Yeah, it's okay. Pretty long Nicely sequence filmed. where like, you know what was interesting? I thought really occurred to me watching this thing. This movie, like we said, is filmed in it was released in 70, filmed in 69 and in late sixties, right? Yes. A lot of handheld camera work.
0: Yeah. When he runs out In the, into the highway, it was like a nice shot. So
1: much of this movie was—it was nice shots, but I'm like, "What the fuck were handheld cameras like back then?"
0: Yeah, that's. Uh, oh, I'll, I wrote this down. It was he? He said they were armed with a 16 millimeter Bo- Bolex camera. Tells you right there when they're. That's what it says. Like I did, and what they made it for six thousand dollars. So I saw that little bit of research.
1: Hmm. So I don't know what a Bullock's camera is, but presumably something could be carried. It just reminded me, and this will not be the first time I mention this, uh, this movie reminds me very, very much of Evil Dead oh, by yeah. Sam Raimi.
0: It's Evil Dead uh, so if it, they made it to the cabin.
1: <laughs> yeah, it is <laughs> Evil Dead. It's just Evil Dead. They
0: just didn't get to the And
1: pack. there's so many things that are similar to it. And um, I know in Evil Dead, they it was another kind of like young kids filming this production. Yeah. Improvising, and Evil Dead, one of its trademark shots is the kind of zoom shots through the woods. Mm-hmm. And I know that they had to take their camera and like bolt it to like a piece of wood that they carried. Like they had to kind of make a way of doing the handheld thing. And that was yeah. like in the like like late seventies or early eighties. Yep. So I imagine there was similar jury rigging for these dudes. But the- so guy gets hit by a car, <laughs> running for his life, screaming. Oh, oh, it's a whole like maybe like five minutes. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a good way to get you in. There's almost no dialogue. You just hear him no. go, Susan. And I guess he maybe says, they're going to get me.
0: Yeah. Then, was, he's in yeah mental hospital. And...
1: Well, we pick up, it's a year later, and yeah. we actually hear uh, a news report. We're driving in a car, and yes. a guy is saying, like, it's been a year since the man came out of the woods He got hit by a car. And yes. I was the first person on the scene. He's this reporter who sees it. And now he's going a year later to follow up on this thing nobody he's been catatonic the entire mm-hmm. time he
0: turns that channel they, in the car though in the radio
1: they did say did they, they the found th- three bodies yeah, yeah
0: after the new after the news about the bodies the radio talks about how the beatles could be splitting up soon
1: i don't know if you heard that yeah, like reports are that george harrison is tired of ringo's shit yes <laughs> <laughs> i know that's not the real reason the beatles split up everybody so it was funny <laughs> the idea of george harrison annoyed at ringo Mm.
0: so the doctor looks like Mitt Romney didn't you uh, think he looked like somebody
1: <laughs> the doctor was it's humongous terribly dubbed he's terribly <laughs> dubbed like the the voice did not fit it was pretty funny and again throughout this I want to stress like it's pretty interesting camera work a lot of really close ups like they do a walk in talk which I don't think I've ever seen in a movie this old Oh, where like they're walking down the hallway and like they're kind of falling with it and it's up close like yeah. there's a lot of interesting camera work which
0: they're probably you know, in a wheelchair.
1: You're probably right. Real. It probably was, it probably was something like that. Somebody was in a wheelchair and they're willing along or something. Because George,
0: they were in the hospital.
1: They were in a hospital. And it turns out that David, since he's been catatonic, all he does all day is he has this little cross. He's got like a, a little Christian cross. And the journalist and is like, what's that day. for
0: David to protect, protect you from a curse? I'm like, well, <laughs> what do you know, Mr. <laughs> journalist? <laughs>
1: and he's why do you have those two pieces of wood crossing like that and
0: he's a journalist is is there a little man on there 1945 he's got a suit and a hat
1: i wrote down robert oppenheimer pulls up in the car (laughs) like he is dressed so weirdly like but that's this movie also comes at like kind of like you know if you're if you're listening to this podcast you know i complain that stuff made in the 60s really for the most part i can't get into but once it crosses over that 1970 threshold i find it a lot more tolerable for the most part yeah. this movie is probably a 60s movie but yeah. uh i still liked it but there is definitely some like weird old timey shit in there like this, well, yeah, this the,
0: the characters reporter
1: not... guy like this guy he fought in world war 2 like you <laughs> know he's he's dressed like it's 1939 like and from
0: this point the story is told in flashback if we saw the same version cuz he's like yeah. so david what happened in He's recording his story.
1: Yeah, and there is a he. At some point, David the, snaps out of his catatonia and attacks the reporter. And the reporter is like, "I have his cross now."
0: Oh, that's right. He accidentally takes his cross, and I thought, "Is that is yeah. he? Is he a trickster? Was this movie that complex?" But no, he just
1: we don't know. Stole his he could cross. be. He's it's a kleptomaniac. <laughs> Well, I got the impression it was more like because David jumped on him, was like choking the fuck out of him. He, I assume it just snapped off and landed in him somewhere.
0: No, you go to that reporter's house, it's, it's full of crucifixes. He just
1: oh, you, oh, you think he he's steals like, he's from very, everybody. He's a very specific type of klepto. <laughs>
0: so here's where I think you didn't pay attention if we saw the same movie. Because the okay. flashback goes to David and Jim and they're going to a party that Eddie is putting on at a cabin. You don't remember this? Because Eddie, because Jim Jim is like, my friend Dave, he has no date. Do you know anybody who can go with him? You remember all this?
1: So then, Tim, I guess I don't, because then you're saying there's two cabins in this movie.
0: Yeah, they were going to go to Dr. Wasserman's on the way to the party.
1: Dr. Waterman also has a cabin. Yeah, Yeah. Dr. Waterman.
0: It was confusing. But they were going to a a party at Eddie's. Remember Eddie?
1: Not at all. What?
0: I hope you watched the Criterion I sent you.
1: Is Eddie even in this movie?
0: Yes. Jim calls him at the beginning. He says, Eddie, you got a you got a babe that Dave can go to the party with. He's got no one. And uh, Eddie's like, well, there is Susan. I just met her.
1: I guess I could. Oh, I I just tuned out. I thought David and Susan were like a couple.
0: And when when Jim hung up, he goes, "Okay, you're going to Susan's coming. And David's reading a Playboy. You don't remember this? Because he's like sitting there over there. Mm, okay. I'm glad you got me a date. And he's just a read his playboy. Like, that's what he does. No. <laughs> Who you...
1: is on the cover? I don't at all.
0: I looked it up. Uh, Linda McDavidson. She was from England. <laughs> I looked this up on the internet.
1: Oh, Tim, what year was she on the cover? This will tell us when they filmed it. Uh,
0: 1969. March. And uh, I... on the internet, I found her centerfold. You want to know the answers to her questions? Yes. Her favorite books? The Bible. Uh-huh and The Shaping of England by Isaac Eisenhoff.
1: Also she's not a real person. She
0: said that you know now that Jack Kirby is not drawing the Fantastic Four, she's mostly a Spider-Man fan. Favorite movies? Shaggy Dog <laughs> and Love Bug. She mostly likes Disney films. Wait,
1: Love Bug wasn't out yet, it was, was it? It was, too, in
0: the late 60s. That was
1: night. Nice. No. Yes,
0: that's an old movie. What's
1: her name? Linda McDavidson?
0: She likes Disney I'm... flicks. Even though Walt just died, she hopes to meet him again when they defrost his head in 1984. Her favorite TV show is Mannix and the happy ghost of Mr. Dawson's Diner. Her pets, she has a pet rock. She thinks in a few years pet rocks will catch on.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Her biggest turn-on, uh cake Farts. She's the one that started all that. Okay. okay. Wow. Her biggest yeah, turn-offs, demons from another dimension. That's 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 oh, that's weird. Okay. <laughs> anyway, wow. All right. You don't even remember him reading Playboy. I don't. And I looked all that up.
1: Listeners. <laughs> <laughs> I do not know if there is a scene of this because honestly, I thought David and Susan were acting very much like they were an established couple.
0: Okay, maybe you saw a slightly different one.
1: Or maybe I just, you know, sometimes when there's a movie throwing a lot of people at me, I kind of zone out in the early scenes What's, where I'm trying to figure out who's who.
0: Do you remember Dave going, hmm, Susan, huh? What's her last name? And Jim's like, ah, it's Turner. Remember this? He's like, you're not.
1: I do. I do wouldn't... have Susan Turner. Reco- uh, so I was writing down characters names, trying to get everybody. Well, he's Let's like, go over the cast really quick. So we're the, ca- the cast of characters. David. There is David, who is our hero, the catatonic guy. He's playboy. boy He's who apparently reads Playboy with Robin Davidson on it or Mm -hmm. Linda Davidson, whatever her name was. Uh, Then there is Professor Waterman, who is his professor. Mm -hmm. There's some sort of weird thing where he's got to meet him, I guess, on the way to this other cabin if this is indeed true and not like a weird Tim joke. Susan Turner, yes, uh, whose feet we saw in the beginning, her the bloody feet, presumably. Mm -hmm. She is, I thought she was the girlfriend of Dave, but apparently she was just hooked up with him Mm -hmm. like moments before. Jim Hudson, who is the best friend of Dave. This is the guy who was apparently on WKRP in mm-hmm. Cincinnati. And Eddie. he's an interesting character. He nope. apparently was Eddie. In...
0: No, no, sorry, sorry. There's also Eddie, oh, who you don't seem to remember.
1: I don't remember the character of Eddie about, in the slightest. I hope you
0: saw Vicky. Vicky with the giant hair?
1: Vicky, because Vicky was actually a character in this movie. He <laughs> was on Threat. Yes, Vicky hair. was definitely Jim's girlfriend.
0: Because Dave says, You're not going to hook me up with a loser, are you? Jim's like, hmm, we'll just have to wait till tomorrow to see. What's her last name? All
1: right. Turner.
0: And Dave's like, he's not related to not related to Joseph William Turner, the watercolorist from the eighteenth century, is he? Because I don't like that watercolorist. Lived with his dad, slept with his housekeeper, was addicted to snuff. Don't like that watercolorist. You you missed all this He kinda had a, a Canadian accent. He'd go
1: A Canadian?
0: A Canadian like, mm. I don't know.
1: You're not going to hook me up with the loser, eh? I'll tell you fucking what, Tim. <laughs> you, you. I'm, I'm looking on the goddamn cast list right now. Eddie. There's no Eddie. There's no fucking Eddie. God. There's Eddie. I can't believe you are derailing this conversation George, to this degree. There is an Eddie. Eddie. Did, Where? Eddie.
0: Listen. Eddie shows up with Susan. You didn't see. And they meet. And, uh. And and Dave, and Dave is like creepy. He's like, "Well, hello," and he holds her hand, and she's like, "You know, she's just meeting him for the first time." And and Eddie, he's having the party, and he gets in the car and he says, "I got to run up to the cabin, get everything ready." And at one point, they're like, uh, "He's like, eat on eat on the way," and they're like, "You're gonna, you're not going to supply food?" And he's he's like, yeah, "I guess, but eat on the way. It's a long drive." And he drives off. We don't see Eddie again. He's going to get the cabin ready for a big party. And all the kids are coming. I'm not uh, longing.
1: Not, I'm not longing. No there's no Eddie listed in IMDb either. And in the version George. of the movie I saw, Tim, I don't know if this is a weird joke. <laughs> am I supposed to be yes to this? It is Just not. Just not if I am. It's not. Because they're talking about having picnics and going to see the, the professor. There's no mention of going to a party. You, it's also the middle of the day. You watched the, the other version, okay? Eddie doesn't show
0: up again, but Eddie did leave saying, I got to get the cabin I'm ending, ready for I'm en- the party.
1: I'm ending, I'm ending this podcast. You, right.
0: you watched the wrong fucking version. It's okay. The most of it's the same, but Eddie's important <laughs> to my revenge story. So Eddie is in yeah. it.
1: <laughs> oh, uh, let me mention the character that's important to mine, Flo. Do you remember Flo? <laughs> sure. She sits in the back seat of the car, but whenever there's a scene that's important to the plot, Flo ducks down. So you can't ever see her. Just Flo's there for all the important scenes. You just always off to the camera.
0: Just Flo say, kiss my grits.
1: No, she says, kiss my processed corn material. (laughs) She was the predecessor of, I know that that's a thing. Um, God damn it. I am so thrown by what you're talking about. Like, I don't know what the (laughs) fuck's going on.
0: This is your producer, Miss Lee. It was at this point that George and Tim realized they both watched different versions of Equinox. George watched the version that involved a character called Flo, but featured no Eddie. And Tim watched the version with no Flo, but which involved the kids going to Eddie's big party. A party with no food. After staring at each other in sadness for 10 minutes, George and Tim decided to continue the show using enhanced computer graphics to make yeah, the program look more we polished. Broke
1: and reconvened, and sure enough, there hey. is a character Producer, named Eddie. Producer
0: Lee helped us out.
1: Us yeah, Producer Miss Lee came in and found the exact moment. There is a character named Eddie. They are indeed looking at a Playboy. Um, and, uh... This is weird because <clears throat> they Eddie drives off in a car saying setting up my cabin for a party. Yeah. He never comes back again. He's never mentioned again.
0: No, because they don't they make go it... to
1: a different cabin, and when that cabin is turned out to be destroyed, they make no attempt to leave and go to the party. They're like, Oh, I guess we'll have a picnic in the woods. It's okay. never mentioned again.
0: I have a little it's a little different. They're going to, here's the plot of the, my movie. They're going to go to the party and they're like, let's stop at Waterman's house cabin. He has a cabin in the woods too. We're going to stop there first. That's my story. And that cabin is destroyed by Uh a monster. And they're like, Oh, okay.
1: (laughs) Spoilers. Now. Okay. Since this was a party happening, why is, so David is a student of Waterman. Why are they going to his cabin?
0: um he's been acting strange really yeah that's like oh he's been acting odd and something odd's going on he's got this magical cursed mm. book you know
1: they don't know about the book yet
0: i know they yeah. they don't in this one either but that's their reason yeah so hmm. similar
1: all right so let's okay. just, just, just now move we've got this eddie shit out of the way let's move out of let's the way let's just
0: move ahead they they're driving in my movie they're driving and they they run over a small man in the road and and uh they take some pills and they (laughs) now george doesn't know what i'm lying about
1: (laughs) when you say a small man was he like proportionally small oh he was proportionate. he wasn't like a small was he was he a little person or was he like okay so he wasn't (laughs) like peter dinklage he was more like was he a small person, like the way, like I'm not the tallest guy in the world, this yes, is like that, was, or are yes. we talking like actually like a superimposed six inch tall person?
0: Yeah, a six inch tall person.
1: Yeah. <clears throat> okay. So. Yeah. Make up your story. All right. <laughs> so. so back to the movie as it really happens. <laughs> as they're driving, they're talking about the picnic, and there's a lot of like Jim, who is the best friend. Yes. The one that's dating Vicky. He's kind of like the jokey character. He delivers all his lines and a voice like this. And he's kind of amusing. And it's interesting to me. Mm-hmm. I want to actually make a moat. Because David, who is our main character, yes. he's like a real thick block of wood.
0: Yes, <clears throat> yes.
1: Like we see in all these old 60s movies. He's like he's Canadian. He's like wood. Maybe he is. But he's just like that typical, like what you see in the 1960s leading man, where he's just mm-hmm. like... You I guess this? he was some sort of idea of masculinity that people aspired to. And he's just, he's thick as fuck. He's he overly,
0: he doesn't date losers in my version. Doesn't date losers
1: so. apparently. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he's very, he keeps making bad decisions and he just talks in a way. He's, he's a fucking square. I, I got it.
0: So I got to tell you something you missed though. Okay. Does in your version, does Jim have a camera? Mm-hmm. Okay. Cause in the car, yes. he's telling, he's mansplaining to the girl. He's like, you push the button here. the Picture
1: comes out here.
0: Yeah, is he, is he doing that to the girls in your version?
1: Yeah, and I thought it was going to be a little bit more of a Chekhov's camera, and it kind of comes up later, but not really.
0: Yeah. But before yeah. that, did did you see the scene where they took a picture of everybody? No. Because Jim gives the camera to David. Oh, he
1: gives it to Flo, who's sitting in the middle.
0: I'm not making this up. He gives it to and David. And Flo says,
1: I'll take that picture. Kiss my corn process.
0: <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: And he takes their picture. Uh-huh. And he does his stuff. He's like, Susan, move over a little over there. Vicky, move this way. And he takes the picture. And it's one of those cameras where you pull the film out. And I guess you look at it in two minutes because he shows it it to Jim. And Jim's like, you can't do anything right, can you, Dave? And I'm like, I don't think there
1: are such cameras. What was that that all
0: about? You didn't even show us. We didn't see the picture. I don't know what you did wrong.
1: No, there was a weird thing in this movie that I also felt was interesting for the time period. Surprisingly naturalistic dialogue at points. Sometimes, like like Dave, I mean Jim is and Vicky are always kind of like bickering because they're like a couple that's been together for a while, but like in an amusing way, kind of. And Vicky has and like humongous got, hair. She does have big a big hair, hair helmet because yeah, she has got, to wear
0: a hair net in the car. Did she do that in your version?
1: Oh, I don't know, Tim.
0: She's like, oh no, my hair! And they open the glove <laughs> compartment, and there's fifty hair hair um Folks, nets.
1: We are. We it's are, okay. The, it's these details okay. that Tim is bringing up, I would say we are eight minutes into a movie that's an hour and change long. And the first five minutes are just a guy running and getting hit by a car.
0: This was my favorite part of the movie, though, with her and her hair. And Jim, she's like, how's my hair? And Jim's like, it's terrible.
1: He does neg her a bit. So, all right, let's get this thing moving.
0: So they made. get to
1: the professor's cabin because Eddie's cabin is never mentioned again. And the professor's cabin in the middle of the fucking woods—you have to walk a little while to get there. They say, and they're worried yeah. about the girls because the girls aren't dressed for hiking. Uh, and this cabin is destroyed
0: by a. And I guess it's
1: a model. Well, we don't know yet.
0: Well, in my version, they see the cabin. Oh yeah, they didn't yeah, they know, but they, but yeah, they, they show go. us right. In my version, I see a te- they show tentacle later, yeah. monster. Oh, in they my show it version, later, yeah, it was weird. in My version—they showed it to the audience that the cabin is destroyed by a tentacle monster. Then the kids show up and they go, "Gee, the cabin got destroyed. What happened here?" Really? Yes, that is my version.
1: I gotta watch this again. And I, I, and I, I feel see like a, I, a I feel like I need to mention this. That's yeah. a little bit later in mine. I did take a gummy for this—a perfectly legal <laughs> gummy. So maybe I zoomed out. It says I don't feel like I did.
0: Well, you, do, do you looking... see the part where Jim says to Vicky? I'm thirsty. Did you bring the water? And Vicky's like, I yeah, thought you were going to I was trying to mention that for the longest
1: time. And okay. then you kept talking about hair nets.
0: Mention, mention uh, the thing with the water, George.
1: No, you did it already. <laughs> I want to mention this. They see the cabins destroyed and they're wondering what to do. And a, uh, a park ranger pulls up on a horse, which Tim doesn't remember yep, seeing. It wasn't
0: in my version. Interesting. No, you're
1: a liar. That's it wasn't, George. True. That's it wasn't. Def- All right, stop the movie again. <laughs> 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 anyway, this guy pulls up <laughs> on a horse and he is a uh, park ranger and his name is fucking Asmodius. which I'm like, oh, you're the bad guy. <laughs> and he's kind of like, kind of like creepy and a little bit dickish. And he's telling them like, well, you're looking for your friend. His cabin's destroyed. Maybe you should get on out. They're like, well, we figure we'll have a picnic because we're certainly like going to Eddie's party. And while they're talking, <laughs> uh, Vicky just wanders off.
0: Ooh, <laughs> like she's, That's She just has idea, like
1: AD&D. A, a d and D. A, D, and D? Yeah, ADD that's what you play. and like and she finds a fucking castle yeah and they go all see and they're it like night, oh it? yeah there's yeah she they they come and find her she's like oh hi guys I wandered off because I was bored talking to the scary evil man on the horse and so look a castle and they're like it's a castle <laughs> she, all right. she just wanted to have fun George she just wanted to have fun and she had like red hair and she was doing this crazy dance this old English guy came out of nowhere it was really <laughs> weird um so they're walking to this castle and they're taking this whole route there because again no worry about eddie's no party they're thinking maybe the professor well, who lived at the cabin they saw destroyed they're like maybe well, he went there okay so George, let's go find him at the castle
0: let's make the best of this in my version they see the cabin and they're mm-hmm. like should we go tell the police what happened to that cabin and then they're like well, but there's a magical castle and they're like what should we do and they're like let's go check out the castle and yeah. so that's what they do. They hike to the castle. Well, they they tell
1: version. they tell the ranger about the castle. They talk with her right there. So as far as they're concerned, they report it to the authorities. Mm, so OK. They tell Ranger Asmodeus on his horse that you couldn't see.
0: In my version, they're like, Eddie, Eddie's going to be sore. We're not at his party. Or He's like, Eddie's going to be sore, eh? We're not at his party. I'm going to be really sorry. That's what okay. David says.
1: So this next part, I want to like,
0: (laughs) I hope it's a cave, George. I hope it's a cave. Yes. Okay. Okay. It is a
1: cave. So this part (laughs) is the most insane part of the whole movie (laughs) because they're passing by this cave on way to this magical castle that they've never seen before. That's in the woods. And like this evil cackling laughter comes issuing forth from it. And yes, they run to the cave, (laughs) which I'm like, no, that's not what you do when you walk by a cave and you hear like maniacal laughter. Yes, you just you get creeped out. You stare at it for a second. You're like, "Huh?" And then you get the <laughs> fuck away from that cave.
0: And and Vicky's like, "Did you pack the flashlight, Jim?" And Jim's like, "I thought you packed the flashlight." Yes. Yeah, so like, well, I didn't put batteries in it. Did you?
1: Yeah. Continuing the funny <laughs> adventures. So instead of just being like, "Okay." We hear evil laughter coming from this cave. We don't have flashlights. Let's just go on to the castle. Because they all have attention deficit disorder. Instead, they stop and oh, make yeah. fucking torches. Yep. And they go inside. While this is happening, while they're making torches, Vicky finds giant two-toed footprints. Like yes. Nightcrawler from the X-Men is walking around or yeah. something. You
0: know a crabtree made that. A crab crabtree who doesn't know how to count oh, toes. The
1: crabtree? The Crab who <laughs> shot his foot off in a boating <laughs>
0: accident? Let's try two toes. <clears throat>
1: So they find these giant footprints right as they're about to go into this cave, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, one of the guys uh, says, what a pair of gunboats. <laughs> I don't I remember that to- <laughs> What's he talking about? <laughs> the shoes. The I mean, shoes. the feet, because they're the so feet? big, because they're such big. Oh and then he says this line, which is weird. This is Jim <laughs> says this. You're a geologist, Dave. You ever unearth anything like this? <laughs> I'm like, oh.
0: Well, you know what? These We know nothing about these characters. That's at least one thing I know about these we characters. We know uh, yeah. Nothing. We so, don't know if they like chocolate or vanilla. Mm-hmm. We don't know anything about them except Susan wears a crucifix.
1: Yeah, which we learn in a little bit. And Vicky yeah, has so big like, hair. Like, like, this is out. my basic premise of this. These characters all have attention deficit disorder. <laughs> like they go to this cabin. The cabin is destroyed. And instead of like reporting to the police, like you said, or something, mm-hmm. they see a castle off in the distance. They start heading to the castle. Along the way to the castle, they hear spooky laughter issuing out from a cave and then stop and go into the cave. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with these people?
0: And in your version, I hope they encounter a crazy old man.
1: Well, first, Vicky finds a maggoty skeleton. And
0: she doesn't scream. I was no, like, she's oh, like, my God, ah. she doesn't scream.
1: And it's like a skeleton wearing clothes. It's full of maggots. It's gross. Yeah. And then, uh, then there was also like, in my version, I hope this is in your because I was delighted by this. There must have been about like a two or three minute long sequence of them running through the cave where it was just dark.
0: Just walking. I think Vicky put her 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 flame up to the wall and it was like for a good time call. and She's like, what's my phone number? What's going on? Was that in your part? Was that in your version of Twitch?
1: (laughs) No, good joke. They didn't they didn't have a sequence where it was just them running through tunnels. and It was just black. You just heard stuff
0: for just a moment because then then they see this Mm. old man. Is that what so, happened with you?
1: Suddenly, there's an old man, and <laughs> I, love, I was I was taken aback.
0: <laughs> I loved his voice.
1: Yeah. Can you do an <laughs> imitation? Tim, can you do the old man's oh voice? my God, I don't know. You're not here to steal my, my books, are you? No. You're not here he's not, not my... worried about stealing the book. He's like, you're here for the book? You oh, got to take it. I thought he was he like, no. He wants them to take the book.
0: Well, okay. I thought he said, you're not here for my books, are you? You stupid. And then he was like, here, take
1: my books. Yeah, he wants the book. So this old man... Like I that's not the thing his that voice, threw me. No, that's that's the Tim voice. The thing that threw me, it was he was just kind of an old man wearing like plaid and like it was tucked into his like khaki pants. <laughs> the way this cave looked, have you? You've, of course, seen and but listeners, if you've never seen Monty Python okay. and the Holy oh, Grail. OK, I fully expected this to be Tim the Enchanter, yeah. Like John Cleese with a long beard and like curved goat well, what horns. What do like, you think his fire. voice was like? Help me out. I think it was like this. He was like, book, you're here for the book. You got to take it. <laughs> it was like this really kind of, and he, he spoke in a weird way. He had, he had impeccable posture. Like I, I he was, posture. he was literally kind of scary like and he, he was supposed to be a crazy guy living in the cave. But he was like, like, like this dude, he had like, like, shirt that was buttoned up fully was tucked into his <laughs> pants wearing a belt. I'm like, he doesn't look like a hermit. He looks like a guy that would be at the gas station. Yeah. In reading, in Boggy
0: Creek, reading the newspaper,
1: reading the playboy with Linda Davidson. He's
0: like, take my book. Give me some hard candy. So he won't take my pressure. <laughs> he, he runs, another off, guy. Deeper into, he runs <laughs> off
1: deeper into the cave, the old man. Yes. And they're and 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 Dave the leader is like, well, let's follow him. I'm like, no. <laughs> No. Crazy old man runs into the cave. No, you get the fuck out! This guy was sitting there in complete darkness <laughs> and just appeared. And like, finally, and Susan said... at one point's like, "Do you really think we should follow him?" Right. After they're gone for a bit, and Dave's like, "Well, he can't hurt us." I'm like, "Yes, he can. <laughs> he's said... you don't know where he's going. He could be leading you to a pit full of spikes. He could have a shotgun around the corner. He there was... could be bears." He was saying, "Don't take. You can't have my precious." My Precious, yeah, you could have a ring that turns him invisible. No, he
0: kept saying you can't
1: have my precious, and oh, they did yeah, follow kid.
0: him and they found uh-huh. an issue of Playboy in the centerfold. Mm-hmm. Was precious, Ooh, who was in this one? Was precious waters, They're
1: like oh, Pre- this is what he was mean, talking that, about. Is that a real person? Mm-hmm.
0: Looking <laughs> George, George, mm-hmm. the what man said for? you can't have my precious.
1: I know, I get it. <laughs> is precious waters a real? You person? made me explain
0: the joke that was ruined,
1: <laughs> yeah, that joke is ruined because of that. <laughs> so the old man has like he he moves some rocks aside. So he big. picks up like a leather bound book mm-hmm. and with their <laughs> lock on it, hands it to him. And he's like, "You gotta go." They leave. <laughs> is- they leave, and they just, they immediately start gaslighting Vicky. Vicky's like, I tell you, I saw a skeleton. And they're like, that. Yeah, what sort of skeleton was it? I bet you it was just an animal. She should have been like, No, fuck, Tard. It was like literally wearing yeah. clothes, it was a human skull. <laughs> but like, they just all ignore her. So yeah, she's, and we never really find out what that's about.
0: No, we don't. Okay. Here's, you. maybe you can explain this to me. This is kind of fun. Uh-huh. I had a little bit of continuity error. They were walking through the woods for a while with nothing because they're like, Jim, did you bring the water? And Jim's like, no, Vicky's supposed to bring the water. Vicky's like, did you put butter on the ham sandwiches? And Jim's like, no, I thought you were going to put butter on the ham sandwiches. But they had nothing. And then after they go to the cave, they show a scene of like chicken bones being thrown on the ground. They're like, "Mm, yum, yum. And I'm like, where did you guys get chicken? Holy shit, Tim.
1: This is a huge difference. There is a huge (laughs) huge sequence of mine where they have a bucket of KFC. Oh, my God. It's literally KFC. They even make jokes about the colonel. Really? I was so excited, like in my notes.
0: Okay. Yeah. I wrote
1: real big KFC. Like like literally just And then sh- there's a joke. Yeah. What's the joke? There well, then there's a joke. <laughs> Jim's like, Did you make the potato did you make the potato salad too? Or did the colonel do that? She's like, I made the potato salad, because I'll just stick to the chicken then. Oh my god. <laughs> Poor Vicky. Is that Vicky again? Yep, yeah, because Jim's always like they're in a relationship, <laughs> and Jim has learned to keep her in that relationship by fucking keeping her down. Mm-hmm. Everything she does, little cuts at her. Hey, Vicky, uh, your hair looks <laughs> real nice today. I could see it from outer space. She's like, oh, <laughs> is it too big? No, no, your hair is <laughs> fine. Everyone's hair has its own gravitational pull. <laughs> <bowl." gasps>
0: in your version, do they do they show the tiny knife that Jim has called Vicky's hair stabbing knife? <laughs> That's yeah, in my maybe, version. It's a tiny knife,
1: not even hair cutting. Just hair <laughs> no, it's hair stabbing. So Dave has become obsessed with opening the book. They're all off eating the KFC, which was weirdly cut from Tim's version. And the girls like, "Come on, chicken!" And like, Dave and Jim are over a little ways, looking at the book. And yeah. Jim's like, Dave's like, "Come on, e. he's like, no, I'm trying to get this book open. The he's- old man neglected to give me the the key." So Ooh. Dave, I mean Jim pulls out his knife, hands it to Dave. Dave's like is stabbing it, it.
0: The hair stabbing knife.
1: It's the hair stabbing knife. Okay. He's like, hey, hey, thank you. Watch out. You're messing up, you're gonna mess break off the tip. He goes, This is the way you do it. Ooh. Jim sits down because Jim's not an idiot like Dave. He pops open the book. And Tim, I thought of you, because you were very happy at the scene, I'm sure. The two men immediately recall in disgust yeah. because the book smells like farts. <laughs> Like, oh, it smells like eggs and sulfur. I'm like, Tim is so happy right now. Because
0: like, Jim's like, wait. <laughs> I thought that sulfur smell was coming well, from my pants.
1: I thought the book smelled bad <laughs> on the outside. <laughs> How do you not say that? So they're looking through the book.
0: And he says, I think this has to do with evil in my version. Something yeah, to do with evil. Because
1: it's it's written in like looks like an Aramaic, a lot of it, but part of it's written in, in um Latin. He's like, I could kind of make this part out. And he's reading it aloud. A lot of coffee stains. And Susan, stains. a lot of coffee stains, drawings of penises everywhere. <laughs> uh, Susan cuts him off. She goes, Oh, I don't think you should read any more of that. I know what that is. He's like, what is it? It's the Lord's Prayer backward. Really? So like, that dun, is not dun, dun, my version.
0: Dun. Wait, really? No. In my version, oh, wow. in my version, they get out a record player and
1: start playing uh Led Zeppelin backwards. And Susan's like, oh. In my version, they're in a cabin and they're playing a recording and he's recording it from like this ancient uh, text Mm -hmm. and it goes to Sumerian demons. And all of a sudden, like this camera comes zooming through the woods and it possesses them. They become deadites.
0: (laughs) In my version, uh, Jim says Beetlejuice like five times or however many times he has to say it.
1: (laughs) In my version, he says Candyman, Candyman, Candyman. But instead of Candyman coming. Freddy Krueger comes. (laughs) And then Kevin Cablasto was there and he said, I'm going to cover this movie. (laughs) They get the book open. They realize it's probably evil. When suddenly mm-hmm. they get tackled by a wild-eyed and crazy Professor Waterman.
0: Okay, this was not my looks, version. No, an old man attacked them and took the book, but they never knew who he was. He was, he was just a stranger.
1: Really? Yeah. Is it's that, Professor Waterman. Okay.
0: I, okay. I, I never met. So this
1: old man attacks him. Who he? He is well dressed. I wrote down. He looks like an incarnation of Doctor Who. He's very okay. Tweedy. He looks like a professor would mm-hmm. in the '60s, and he's running with the book. And Dave, who is the student of him, stands. Up and goes. That was Professor Waterman. I don't know mm. why he would do that. And he and Jim go running after him, and they're chasing him through like a narrow, like a shallow stream. Okay, I saw this. Dave fucking tackles this old man, murders old man
0: him. <laughs> in my version,
1: murders him. <laughs> he goes down. His head hits a rock, and he's dead. Mm-hmm. And I laughed. <laughs>
0: Because Jim's like, oh, I don't let the fact you killed that old man bother you. Did he say that in your version?
1: <laughs> yeah, he's like, he's like, well, he doesn't call him an old man. He says the professor. Oh, they funny. Know he did is. say old yeah. man.
0: And he Weird. said, just, just put some leeches on him.
1: He'll get better. Well, like it is. They have this moment <laughs> where like Dave's like, I fucking killed the guy who was my mentor. Mm-hmm. It's this whole fucking thing. And Dave, I mean, Jim like walks him back and they start heading back to the girls. And Dave's like, I, I feel bad leaving his body there. He heads back. They, they're they gone for like two minutes. They go back. Body's gone. He's gone. And what's funny, I, I don't know if this is in your version, they kind of hint it was dissolved by sulfuric acid. Uh, yeah, I didn't. They like didn't in say that seconds. Yeah. There's, but, they, they smell they, sulfur again? They smell sulfuric acid or mm. something or sulfur. And they're like, huh. And then Asmodeus comes again on a horse.
0: I uh, see. He's not in my version.
1: Hmm. They and Okay they tell him about the cave. (laughs) Jeez. (laughs) But Dave keeps trying to cover stuff up. Dave covers up the fact they just killed his professor for obvious reasons. Tells him about the cave. There was something else they covered up.
0: Well, basically my version, after he disappears, they uh
1: Oh, they tell him about the pardon me, the footprints.
0: They they tell the girls, you stay here, now we're gonna get to that castle. And I think this is where, in my movie, the first stop-motion monster shows up. He wants the book, basically. It doesn't matter, but that's basically what's happened. This, does that happen in your movie? Stop-motion monsters show up to get the book?
1: Yeah, but not yet. First, so...
0: Well, I'm trying to skip
1: stuff. Wh- well, this is really important. <laughs> this what? is the part where he assaults Susan.
0: See, it's not my version. Uh-oh. No. <laughs> really? Not, no. No. Jim? All right, so while this oh, is
1: happening, no, David? Jim Jim and David are dealing with Asmodeus elsewhere. Kind of simultaneous, Asmodeus appears back at the camp. He's got this weird ring that he twists, which at the time I wrote down, I thought it was an elephant penis, like it was mm-hmm. an elephant head and a penis. I realized later it was a frog. Oh. He twists the ring and he kind of becomes like monstrous himself. Like he wow. gets bags under his eyes and he... he he seems to have mentally controlled Susan. I need to watch this, and version. it is fucking hilarious. It's not hilarious because it's disturbing, but he <laughs> fucking kisses the camera, Ooh. like the actor playing Asmodeus comes up, and you're looking at his face. He's going like, ah, and they keep calling the scene back. So if this wasn't your version, this no. is insane. He like makes out with the camera, like literally the guy puts his mouth and his tongue over the camera lens <laughs> they're filming with, and it's really weird because they're like they're laying on the floor, and like he's just like molesting her, like he puts his mm. hand up her shirt and shit
0: oh what
1: yeah and there was a weird bit this was also a bit where there was the horse and the horse kind of like she first sees the horse and like it rears up and it scares her Mm -hmm. and it's it's weird and susan seems to be under his mental control
0: okay um in my version um
1: like he and he looks uh, kind of like a deadite like from evil dead
0: huh well that's all out that's not in my version not at all they just the monster shows up. This thing gets called back
1: multiple times. Okay. And, and
0: tries to get this book from them. It chases them. They throw rocks at it.
1: That now this makes a lot of sense to me. So your version has got to be a lot shorter because later Asmodeus appears again in that same ring. He twists again and he calls the monster, which is like hmm. a giant fifty-foot ape monster, right? Yeah. In my version, they get back to camp, and. That's when we see finally that it was a giant squid monster that destroyed the cabin. Okay. In a flashback, within a flashback.
0: Well, the monster tries to get the book, and they stab it, and it appears to die dramatically.
1: Yeah, this, this monster—it is like it, they call it an ape monster. It's—it's it's real big.
0: Yep, it they is. Like 50 like the animator tall. made a King Kong, like as a kid, and they, he altered that to use in this movie.
1: I read. So was this sequence in there when they find the professor's notes and they're reading them, the notes inside the book?
0: Yes. Because this this is, that's when this part is great. We get another flashback about what Waterman did, right?
1: Yeah. That's how, that's when we actually, that's when in my version, we see that the house is destroyed by the squid. And there's a great bit where they talk about like how there's portals to other worlds and stuff. And Jim, our lead, goes, I guess this means we have to give some credence to Dr. Waterman's notes. Oh, he says and that Jim... when they discover the portal. And, and Susan is like or Vicky's like, huh? And Susan's goes, He means we should believe him. I'm like, they had to translate <laughs> for her. Oh, God. That's fucking rude.
0: Yeah, she didn't know how a camera worked, so <laughs> This, so there
1: is well, there part, is a portal they discover. And they do learn all the this, world. It, uh-huh.
0: yeah, he learns that they professor discovered a portal and these demons don't want him to have that knowledge. And Jim says a very stilted line, he says, I guess I should let everyone know. I'm scared. Was that in yours? <laughs> They're like, I, What are you scared been, of? And he's like, I'm scared about the Rolling Stones breaking up. I'm scared You heard about
1: the Beatles, right?
0: I'm scared that Vicky will read a dictionary and find out what stupid means
1: so I'm, in my version what happens that,
0: uh yeah
1: yep yep the ape monster appears <laughs> no. so they discover via use of a split screen another dimension or something which yeah. is presumably why the castle appears and disappears because the castle disappears and like they put their arm through this thing and like it disappears you can't see him anymore they come back jim and dave go into the other world and while they're there the girls are attacked by this ape monster, yep. who is chasing the old man from the cave.
0: Okay, he's not my version.
1: Oh my god, Tim, you missed the best bit of stop motion.
0: Oh, that's the beginning of my movie. He he kills him right. He he throws him around.
1: He ragdolls him. Yes, that was like, like he's a, the, like he yeah. Really,
0: it was like the beginning.
1: Interesting. So this is interesting that we watch two such different versions. Like, whereas yours kind of gave a lot of the stuff away right off the bat and for me they Mm -hmm. show it later like and the girls in my version are witnesses like they see this first and they're being chased by the monster the boys come back and they do the thing they're throwing rocks at him and stuff
0: yeah dave
1: yeah it's trying to get the book yeah and there's a great scene where like the book has fallen in like a little crevice and the monster picks up a tree and is like kind of yes. dragging it out. Yes. And they should just let it take the thing. But like, I, I guess Dave needs to have the tr- the book because he's nuts. Dave's a He runs idiot. out with a spear and stabs him like an insane person.
0: Dave's like, this book isn't painted by Turner, that 18th century <laughs> watercolorist I hate. I got to get a few things in.
1: Okay. This movie, oh, it's a this, list. It's a list.
0: No, this movie's called oh. Equinox. So uh-huh. how could I resist this? I got some. Okay. Equinox knocks jokes for you.
1: Holy fuck, I'm leaving. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, George, knock, knock.
1: Tim, this is our longest episode. How <laughs> dare you do this to us? All right, go. Just get this shit out of the way. Knock, do knock. It. Who's there? Equinox. Equinox, who?
0: Equinox once for yes, and Equinox twice for oh no, I've been possessed by a demon.
1: All right, can everybody hear this?
0: i got one more knock knock who's there Four. for, for who it's pronounced for whom george okay one more knock knock folks
1: you've been listening knock, to knock. shetty bimco <laughs> if you <laughs> yeah okay knock knock no, who's there tim who's there
0: europe europe poo. ah oh, how dare you call me a poo george
1: <laughs> oh my god
0: i am not a poo <laughs> i told you no more poop jokes
1: <laughs> Folks, I just want to remind you all, in his day job, my uh, co-host, Tim Hamilton, cartoonist for The New Yorker. You are really proving you some <laughs> rare displays of wit here. This guy appears... I'm bringing it home. The... All right. You're bringing it home?
0: <laughs> yes. Let's bring it home.
1: All right. So Dave. I want to talk about this part.
0: Okay. I won't stop <clears throat> you. I won't derail you.
1: They, the old man has been killed. <laughs> They've killed the monster. <laughs> mm-hmm. They're like, like Susan's like, let's get out of here. And Dave is like, no, first we have to take care of the old man's body. Then we'll go tell the ranger.
0: Uh-huh. So basically
1: he's like, yeah. first we have to go tamper with the crime scene and then we can leave.
0: <laughs> in my and version. Then,
1: yeah. Well, in my version, this is a scene you that you said me. doesn't happen. Okay. This is when Susan goes nuts. She becomes a zombie. I see
0: that. Because didn't happen. I guess
1: because of her previous attack by Asmodius, mm. and she starts strangling Vicky
0: okay and she's like happen. got her
1: and like it's great vicky picks up like a big big rock and like bashes her on the side of the what? head
0: yep how is she in the rest of the and movie with no blood like they really edited this? there was
1: because i'll tell you why because okay. there was no blood because this rock it looks pretty good but <laughs> when she hits so it you could see that it's like it's styrofoam
0: it was a pet rock
1: and she kind of does this like kind of like thing like you would do if you're like rolling your neck and she comes back and she's got a weird smile on her face and did, she keeps coming.
0: Let me ask you, did she already give her crucifix, she revealed, to, to Dave? Because in my version, she's like, this protects you from evil. Here, Dave. And Dave's like, mm, okay.
1: In He's totally this version, Yeah, in this version, the crucifix, this is the scene where it gets, oh no, the crucifix gets revealed in the scene where Asmodeus is molesting her.
0: Because it should protect her, right?
1: Yeah, and it's when he pulls up her shirt. It has fallen off and come down her shirt and it's on her belly. And he goes, ooh, and he runs off. That's how that ends. hmm. So at this point, they have actually made their own symbols. Because it's not just crucifixes and stars of David. There's other symbols in the book.
0: Oh, totally not. There's this thing
1: with two separate circles. They find this whole stuff. They're making them out of reeds. Vicky doesn't have the patience to make hers correctly and so that's she's feeling left out yeah total vicky. didn't anybody
0: mansplain I, to her how and that's actually great.
1: that's probably why vicky gets attacked by susan i guess i don't know uh, uh, let's <laughs> let's it's kinda, a jumble now and unfortunately i didn't take good notes for this last bit was because there I was figured, there a
0: real man playing a monster in your version who played a yeah, giant man was, uh, gi- a oh giant green man
1: who was not it was stop a motion ju- Wait, he was yeah. fun. Uh, wait, I want to read my description of him because it was fun. He was a giant, scaly, green caveman wearing socks. Yes. <laughs> it was, he was wearing like a Fred Flintstone outfit, painted head to toe green. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he had like lizard scales on his face. That was fun. Um, and he was very big and he was wearing green socks. I'm like, dude, my man, you got to take the socks off.
0: And in my version, if we want to just get to it, somehow uh-huh. Jim gets sucked into the other dimension with the book. Dave mm-hmm. goes into the other dimension to get the book from him. Is that what happens in your version?
1: So what happens to is him, the monster, the monster, the green caveman carries Dave into the book,
0: the, carries the Dave dimension, into the, the thing. Other dimension.
1: And he appears halfway at the split screen. Yep, and he's like, do that. <laughs> take the book, yes. take the book. And they go in there. Um, he gets pulled through. Dave mm-hmm. goes after him. And then I guess it's not really Jim.
0: Yeah, they come out and, you, and Jim's got like dark. Makeup under his eyes, and they're walking. Yeah, like, hey, Jim, what's up? You're not, you're not yourself. Hey, how about that, Vicky? She's pretty stupid, huh? And Jim's like, no, she's very smart. And Dave's like, whoa, who are you? That's what happens. And he reaches for his crucifix, (laughs) and he's like, no, not a crucifix. And he turns into a catch. What
1: did you catch that when they're in the other world? Um, he's. Jim is laying there, like, wounded, or we think it's Jim. Yeah, I saw that. And Dave goes to help him, and he reaches up and grabs his shirt and crushes his symbol he made through his shirt. Oh, uh,
0: that wasn't in my version.
1: Because they didn't even have the symbols being made in there. Yeah, he, like, reaches and grabs his shirt and crunches it, like like it's an accident. Uh-huh. But then, so then... Dave is, um, Dave is just
0: a dick, is what you're saying.
1: No, Jim did this because Jim was possessed. Oh, 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 oh. So d- he was able to fight Dave, gotcha. I guess, because then he becomes uh, a red monster.
0: He becomes a red like, stop-motion stop monster in. and he's pretty cool. How did Vicky cool. die?
1: How did Vicky in die? In my
0: version, the, the red monster um, knocks out Dave and flies after the girls who have the book. And she and the red monster comes down and claws up Susan. Claws, and oh, now, I remember, oh, Vicky, I, right? Vicky, Vicky. Claws. claws
1: up Vicky. I remember that, yeah. Yeah, it's oh. like a red gargoyle. Like It's like a red demon with wings. It was good. It's um. It it's fun. actually, in my version, it's Asmodeus. Did you get uh, that? No,
0: no, no. It's just a demon. Because
1: after it claws, it, you see it come Jim. down as a stop motion mm-hmm. thing. After it claws Vicky, her body's laying there with like slash marks on her face. Mm-hmm. And then it cuts and it's Asmodeus standing there. And he's there uh-huh. with his fingers.
0: In my version, Jim turns into the red demon.
1: Yeah, I feel like that also kind of happened maybe, so I don't know.
0: We're almost at the end, I Watch this again. and I'm yeah. going to derail you one more time.
1: All right, a good list. I Sorry. do have a list. I know. It's yeah, you, Tim.
0: The year before this, Woodstock and Altamont <laughs> took place out in California. Oh. Altamont was a Woodstock. concert that was going to be like another Woodstock. It had the Rolling Stones, Grateful Dead, Flying Burrito Brothers, Jefferson Airplane, and uh, Rolling Stones hired the Hells Angels for security, if you don't know this story.
1: I, I actually do know this. I didn't know so, that the Flying Breeder brothers were a band they and worked. that they were there though. So I also didn't know the Grateful Dead was there.
0: They these three kids, uh Dave, Jim, Vicky, they didn't know Susan yet. They didn't go to go to Altamont. And you know what? These characters are so lame, I know nothing about them. Uh, but I can tell you why they didn't make it to Altamont. Okay. Okay. There's a couple of reasons. So, first of all, Vicky- they saw they saw a cave. Yeah. <laughs>
1: And there was they're like, let's go check out the This cave. was last
0: year. They did see a cave. And they're like, huh.
1: They're always anytime they see any. like, is that a cave? Like it could just be a dark spot on the side of the mountain. Let's go check it out.
0: They did. They checked it out. And but Vicky was like, I'm glad I didn't go. I was worried the Hell's Angels might stab my hairdo. And so they also didn't go. Wait, Vicky, Vicky. Why are you
1: doing this like Vicky. revenge prequel before we're even
0: No, no Why no. is this
1: happening? No.
0: Vicky refused to go because Also, she had a grudge against the Flying Burrito Brothers ever since they stabbed her hair at one of their San Diego shows. Not a a revenge story. And Eddie, who you don't know about, Eddie was going to take them. And Eddie said he had a big tent they could all stay in at the Altamont campground, but he wouldn't be supplying any food. And then he whispered to to Jim, Mm -hmm. there'll also be a knife to stab Vicky's hair with. (laughs)
1: <laughs>
0: oh how does yours end you want me to tell you how mine ends or you, you want to tell me first
1: mine ends comes around to the full loop like so uh jim i guess does turn into the demon but is also asmodeus mm-hmm. i assume my actual take is that jim is in the other dimension that yeah. it was asmodeus the whole time pretending to be jim okay because he says you're not jim are you i don't think he says possessed jim i think he's changed shape into jim okay uh vicky gets killed by asmodeus the demon flying and then uh is there an explosion
0: we'll see oh, i'll tell you how mine ended yeah dave got his cross and susan who's still alive they got their, they're running
1: mm-hmm. and he's
0: got the cross and it's chasing off mm-hmm. the flying demon mm-hmm. and as they run they show he drops the cross he loses it and then they just happen to run into a cemetery and there's, of course, this tombstone right. with a cross. Oh, my God. And the demon uh, runs giant. into it and blows up.
1: And by runs into the demon, very slowly flies into yes. it and explodes. <laughs> Why does Susan die?
0: Oh, then the, the, the cemetery explodes. That's about it. That's in my yeah, version. Yeah, it was
1: weird, right? Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah very weird.
1: And then we, and we bring it back to the scene that opened the version of the movie.
0: Yeah, a good ending. I think if, we both... If it ends like yours.
1: Where he's running... Down the road, and he gets hit.
0: Well, he's in the mental hospital at the end of my
1: Well, yeah, I'm getting there, okay. and then so then we and we cut back to the reporter, and he's like, "Well, I didn't get anything new; just the same crazy bullshit he's been saying." But did you already said he said we, he's
0: a call me if he kills himself or something interesting?
1: Well, there was a bit where like a being comes to right before the same or after the cemetery thing before it blows up, uh-huh. like a being made of black smoke appears. Oh yeah, I saw him, and it tells or her. <clears throat> or her. It tells Susan, who's still alive at this point, and Jim, you think you've escaped, but I will kill you in a year and a day. Because they cut back and the reporter... Today's and goes, the day, isn't it? It's a year and a day, and blah, blah, blah. And he's walking out, like this This guy who looks like Oppenheimer. Call me if he kills himself. And, stuff, and he's walking out in the parking lot, and walking past him in this kind of weird, stilted way with a weird smile on her face is Susan.
0: Yep, it's Susan. Dead
1: Susan. It's going in, presumably... To kill Dave. Yep, that was a good ending. And that was the end. Whoa, Tim.
0: What a fiasco that you watched the wrong version. We better get your revenge, huh?
1: Okay, foo.
0: Wherever you are, wherever you're hiding, I'll find you. I'll get you. I'll get you.
1: I'll get you. Revenge. Get you. Revenge.
0: Who's most likely to cry while watching pornography, I think?
1: Um. I got my answer.
0: That's definitely Dave. We know, know so Dave, right?
1: It's Dave, yeah.
0: You're not going to show me a loser pornography movie, are you, eh?
1: Well, Dave cries because Dave really believes in the American dream. Like, There's that interesting transition of our protagonist. He's the old block of wood. He sees huh? these new guys like Jim coming up. They're funny. They, have, they, they treat the uh-huh. women as equals, even though they kind of neg them all the time. He's like, I don't understand the strange new world. He only finds solace in Playboy. Dave. But for him, it has to be yeah, Dave. It has to be all or nothing. So when he reads those questions, <laughs> Linda Davidson, mm-hmm. if there's even one thing he doesn't agree with, he knows it'll never work out, and he just cries.
0: Yeah,
1: especially precious, precious
0: waters. He he likes that issue with, with when he
1: read waters. them with precious waters. He was all like, "Let's see. Her favorite <laughs> movie is Gone with the Wind. That's what? that's great. That's my favorite movie. <laughs> really? And her favorite food." Is edible stuff. I love edible things. Her favorite car is a Pontiac. I love Pontiacs. He's getting so excited. What's her favorite, hobby? Her turnoffs? Whoa. Guys named Dave. And he was like, oh. <laughs> then he's he's like, he just did he drooped his head down. I was like, if you guys need me.
0: I thought she might have been a in fan of the
1: bathroom making monkey noises, but crying too, okay.
0: I thought maybe she was a fan of Turner, that famous watercolorist from the eighteenth eighteenth century, and he's like Damn it, I hate that guy. We crushed it. We crushed it this week. We
1: cr- Man, we're so good. We're Dave, so good. David right. cry.
0: You want to do your revenge first? Or because you know what my I gotta tell you, you didn't choose the guy I chose, for once I know.
1: Because <laughs> yeah, yours is clearly Eddie. You go first, because <laughs> I'm gonna saw. go with Eddie. Let's hear Eddie's first.
0: Okay, people. In my version, Eddie leaves at the beginning of the movie and he's like, I'm gonna get my cabin ready. And I'm probably not going to have food, so you better eat on the way. there's no bathroom, so, you know, use the bathrooms on the way.
1: (laughs) Dig a ditch in the backyard. I
0: swear there was an Eddie, and they're like, that's where they're going in the story. But they're going to stop and see Dr. Waterman first. That's all.
1: Uh Uh-huh. All right.
0: All right. So my movie, Revenge Sequel, it's about Eddie. Mm -hmm. It's about Eddie. He's having Eddie? a party He's upped his cabin uh-huh. A lot of the people have come Because uh-huh. he said there's going to be About 50 people In my version <sighs> And here's what you have to know Vicky's hair was so important Because Eddie Eddie had all the drugs That he planned To have at this party Hidden in her big hairdo Because She was bringing the drugs To the party Eddie had been oh, caught boy, With drugs before sense. And he couldn't chance Another offense
1: Eddie looked like he was trouble In that one still photo Of him I saw. Yes
0: <laughs> so that's why she was so worried about her hair getting blown around so uh eddie as we guessed he had no food at his party uh he planned to make the guests happy with all these free drugs but the guests had neither food or drugs and they're very unhappy eddie's party was going disastrously and eddie was having a meltdown he started thinking about getting revenge on vicky for doing this to him did she run off and (laughs) sell
1: his drugs elsewhere he wondered she gets clawed by a winged demon flying through the air? Who knows? He doesn't know. I'm going to say, he 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 could be guessing all kinds of stuff. Yeah,
0: he could think of that. Was she possessed? Uh, And he dreams about, like, stabbing Vicky's hair with his hair stabbing knife. So, if she did show up, Eddie wanted revenge on her. But rather Uh than stabbing her hair, he planned to drop a bucket of pig's, pig's blood on Vicky when she got there. Carrie
1: style. Uh, teach her. Carrie style. Uh, pre-dating <laughs> the, Carrie too. Yeah. That's awesome. This, is, yeah, this so. is another
0: movie. that was ahead of his time. Another yeah. part of this movie ahead of his time. So the other partygoers they resented having to sneak over to nearby Spawn Ranch and steal a skinny pig from their farm, but they went along with it because Eddie promised there'd be some drugs <laughs> why, soon.
1: Why a skinny pig? <laughs> I like to
0: throw into the history. There were skinny pigs on Spawn Farm. You think they fed those pigs? The Spawn oh, Ranch. Spawn. M- I, I didn't
1: even know there were pigs there.
0: But when they got back to the party, Bob Chickamore, the football star from school, he decided they would roast the pig as they were all starving. And he was like, screw this revenge, you nerd. I want bacon. Because Eddie was also known as a nerd who liked to read Spider-Man and stuff. Mm, so he nerd. he made Eddie kill the pig by slitting his throat because that's how you do it. And Bob was kind of a dick and he liked to pick on nerds like Eddie. And uh, Eddie, Eddie was not prepared to hear, hear a, a pig squeal like that. And after he killed it, he got a beer and went off and drank by himself, wiping the blood off his pants. And he became more angry about Vicki and Dave and Susan and what they had done with his drugs. And after he thought about it a minute, he got some more inspiration because he drank mm-hmm. a bottle of beer with, with no food.
1: Nothing more inspiring than being drunk on an empty stomach. Nope. Yep.
0: He gathered around a few people, including Bob Chickamore, because he wanted to come and, and uh, he was very pushy. And they got in the car, and he said, we're going to go find Dave and Vicky and Susan and find out what they did with those damn drugs of mine." And they were driving down the road, mm-hmm. and Eddie turns on the radio, and this is 1970, remember, and he hears mm-hmm. the terrible news on the radio.
1: The Beatles, put the
0: Beatles broke up. And Eddie oh, no. was a big Beatles nerd. He started crying.
1: Oh, no, and while driving. Yes. While driving
0: drunk. <laughs> <laughs> Bob Chickamore. With pig blood on him. Is in the back seat, like, who cares about those Brits, man? Have you heard about this new band, Led Zeppelin?
1: they're also british
0: yeah bob chickmore yeah. doesn't know that okay so eddie lets go of the wheel and starts punching bob Chickamore. <laughs> <laughs> what what do you expect him to do
1: i, I don't know not not start <laughs> punching his friend they go off
0: a cliff yes and they all die so this is the first revenge movie where we go up to heaven by the way this is this is a big moment
1: is this revet? He doesn't even get. Well, it's... Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. All right. Go on. Go on. Yeah. They go
0: up to heaven. And Eddie's happy to see that there was a Beatles section of heaven and a Led Zeppelin section. Thus, Eddie, wow, that's weird. Eddie never had to see Bob Chickamore again. Eddie just <laughs> stuck to the Beatles section. But of course, Vicky died that day too. And she ended up meeting Eddie. And she explained why she wasn't at the party. And Eddie looked at her and said, You mean you still have the drugs in your hair? And Vicky said, Yeah, I guess so. And they smile at each other. And as it ends, we end with a camera shot of behind Eddie's back. And he's slowly putting down his hair stabbing knife. And they kiss. The end. And this movie is called Attempted Revenge of the Nerd. Because he never did get revenge.
1: No. Don't need to get revenge on the woman who got clawed to death by Asmodeus. There you go. Wow.
0: (laughs) trying to make these shorter.
1: What do... Yeah, I know. That was still pretty long. What a weird stew of strange things, just to kind of surface in there. (laughs) Hair stabbing, the Beatles. Eddie. Carrie. Eddie. (laughs) I'm so
0: sorry you didn't get to meet Eddie in your version.
1: Well, hold my beer.
0: Okay. It's time
1: for... I'm doing... Start the music, hold the beer, hit the lights. Tim said he was going to do a short revenge. This has been a very long episode. Here's your short revenge. Okay. So as you know... Clearly, Tim and I watched two different edits to this movie. I didn't know there was such a thing. It's entirely possible <laughs> we watched the same movie and just gravitated to different things. And we just picked up on different stuff. Like, I can't believe they didn't identify the professor as the professor. No. Was. And I was going to do a whole story about the professor and how he was a previously unknown incarnation of the doctor. But instead, I was inspired by your tales of Eddie. Mm hmm. An entire character capable of carrying his entire narrative, a a whole story that I wasn't even in my version. Or if he was, I didn't pay the guy any mind. (laughs) And it reminded me of the character I had in mind that wasn't in yours, Flo. Flo, yes. Flo, who was in all the major scenes, just always a little bit off camera. Totally
0: believe she was there.
1: She was definitely there. (laughs) You know what, Tim? Maybe you didn't see her because I didn't mention this. Completely nude the entire time. (laughs) So they had to be really careful when they showed her because it would just, you know, every time she's just like, "Look, I'm doing cartwheels." Like, well, there's an R rating. Not
0: only do I have horse blindness, I have nude nude blindness. (laughs) Nude women, (laughs) I can't see them.
1: (laughs) At any given time, like while talking (laughs) to Tim, there's just naked women walking through the background, (laughs) stealing his stuff. They're messing with his hair. He's like, "Damn bugs!" It's weird. (laughs) So Flo, yeah, she's like, "Why can't people notice me? I'm naked. I'm on horseback." I'm doing cartwheels. She keeps trying to get these other people there, but they're so wrapped up in their own stuff. Jim is like, I mean, Dave is like, no, no. That old man got killed. Let's go tamper with the crime scene. They're like, let's go to that castle. No, let's go to that cave. Let's do all this stuff. Finally, she's like, guys, look at me. I'm completely naked and riding a horse, and know what happens? What? She goes into another world. And that world it looks like it's like kind of like medieval England or something. There's all these dirty mm. people. Like they're all like digging in the dirt and stuff oh. and she's riding through town mm-hmm. and she kind of arranges her hair to cover her naked bits.
0: And it's like a Beatles song.
1: Uh, is that a Beatles song? They sing a song about Lady Godiva? Oh,
0: sorry. Lady, Lady she's Ma- Lady, Godiva. Lady Madonna.
1: <laughs> oh, you're right. Yeah. Sorry. Well, she becomes Lady Godiva. Okay. She calls that because she was eating a big load of chocolate the whole time. Too. Oh, she
0: got it at the airport. And she,
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Cuz she flew in. She flew all the way there from let's say Kansas. Okay. Just to be part of this. And she bought like a she she like she also had a lot of vodka. So she lives at some time in England amassing power as Lady Godiva. Mm-hmm. And she finds this book in a shop there that looks very much like the books that they're all obsessed with. She's like, "I'm going to show them." Mm-hmm. She eats the most vile concoction of things she could find in medieval England which is like... Oh, that's bad. You think Taco Bell's bad, Tim? Imagine what English people were eating before they discovered curry. Leeches. They're like boiling socks and eels and leeches and stuff. She <laughs> eats all that she can, right? Yes. Makes a real fucking... like, and, and she's just holding all this in. And she takes this book which she knows will one day be the book that they've discovered. Mm-hmm. She takes it she farts in it. <laughs> What's going on? And quickly locks it up. <laughs> So if you recall, yeah, I recall, she dies naturally old age back in time <laughs> when they finally open up the lock and they're like, oh, it smells like terrible sulfur. What's... Oh, and that smell, that cloud of funk that launches into Jim and Dave's face when they finally rest open this book that they're so obsessed with. It's the It's the funk of 40,000 years from flows. Awesome. Horrible. Yes. gas. <laughs> I just want to say I had no idea where I was going with any of that, so I think the fact that wrapped up at the end was pretty impressive.
0: Pretty good. Don't give away your secret. Yeah. Yep. That was awesome.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm great. This was uh this was our best episode ever. What an episode. I, I'm glad that here's the thing. I am very glad we watched this movie. I really liked this movie. Yeah. Yeah. I think we should each watch the other version and see <laughs> was it really a different version or were we just in an altered state we'll, enough that we kind of just. Gl- we'll
0: talk about this next like, week, and I'll talk about flow.
1: Well, do we have an email, Tim? My god.
0: We do not. Let me refresh. There's no emails except uh uh yeah, there's no emails. No emails.
1: <laughs> Sounds like there's emails that Tim doesn't want to read because we went long.
0: So what are we gonna watch next week? Since we've
1: Oh fuck, yeah. We've um, gone
0: on so long.
1: Tim for week two of our October, Shocktober, Scaretober, Meritober. We're going to watch a movie I've always wanted to see. It was okay. something I always saw in the video store when I was a little kid and never After really Tubi. got up the gumption to rent it. And I'm like, this is the chance. It is a little film, a bit of a classic Ooh. called Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Ooh. I was very inspired watching this movie. It, like, there's no way to watch Equinox and not be put in the mind of <laughs> Evil Dead and part of me wanted to do evil dead but like we can't nope. we can't there's already a sequel nope. to evil dead too. there's multiple sequels i but my like, killer clowns from outer space we can see where this goes george yeah knock knock who's there
0: <laughs> to to who it's to whom george come on i told you that earlier you already
1: did that joke
0: <laughs> I told you this earlier you
1: fucking hack you hack
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: outrageous <laughs>
0: Right. Goodbye. Goodbye, everybody.
1: Right, bye, everybody.
0: This has been a Pity Party Line production. Party line. It's a party line. And you we finally saw The Flash. You didn't see that yet.
1: No, I don't know that I ever will. It's so last night. I thought of like <laughs> watching The Flash. I'm like, do I want to do I'm like, no, here's, no, I don't want to watch this. Here's
0: the funniest bit. The beginning okay. involves babies falling out of a building, out of a maternity ward. <laughs> and the I, flashes. I have
1: seen that part on <laughs> The live. babies
0: are so obviously CG. That's why I'm laughing at it. Is that why you're Well, laughing?
1: And also the part like the, I love the innocence of the filmmakers. Like, yeah, they are terrible looking weird CGI puppet babies. And to save them from an explosion, he puts them in a microwave.
0: <laughs> it's that plugged in, George. Come on.
1: I know. But like, that's what I'm saying. The innocence. It's like. <laughs> You had to have known that the second that gets out in the world, someone's going to film that, and that's going to be out of context. Like scenes of the Flash putting babies in microwaves. Are you (laughs) kidding me?
0: Well, it wasn't plugged in. The worst that happened to that baby was he just like licked all that hard, hard food that explodes on your microwave that nobody likes. All the
1: dried, calcified cheese (laughs) that sticks there.